There are two things I need to highlight quickly as we make progress this evening. Balaam was a strange kind of prophet. Very strange. He had abilities that were strange. What I mean by strange is that he had the ability to tune himself to receive frequencies from the demonic dimension. He also could receive from the divine dimension. Uh, in the book of Numbers, I didn't, don't worry, don't worry, just listen. Don't struggle to open. I'll read for you. You know, your Bible has been in your house for long. Don't try to pretend as if you, you like it so much. Now, leave it. And when Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he went not as at other times to seek for enchantments, but he set his face toward the wilderness. That means, first of all, he was a trained sorcerer. You see, before there are some departments in darkness that you cannot function in, except you have an inherent call and deposit in the prophetic. Whenever you see somebody that is a medium, are you with me? Somebody that is a medium, that has access to a spirit realm, a spirit being, that gives him counsel, and from the strength of the counsel, he contacts from the spirit realm, he ministers to people. When you see that person, the person originally has a prophetic capacity as ordained by God, initially. I hope you know the devil doesn't create. He doesn't make converts. He borrows. Now, so there are several kinds of people. It's not everybody that Satan is willing to initiate into witchcraft. There are several qualities that must be inherent and endowed upon such a life. That will make such a person attracted to the devil for a particular assignment and to join a particular group. Are you with me? Yes. Now, uh, you must have seen some people that are possessed with that spirit, the colors of spirit, that can give predictions. They can. We went to, we we're doing missionary work and we went to a village, Agrabi. Agrabi. And in that place, there were two snakes, pythons, that were molded. And the people from that environment told us the way worship was done to that spirit. Now they will begin to dance to it almost naked, like that, naked. And then a time comes when the spirit possesses them and they begin to give out something that looks like prophecy. Now those people that are priestesses of that altar, in order for you to have that capacity for that spirit to use you that way, you must have, first of all, an inherent deposit of the prophetic. You must be constructed, built, to have the capacity, first of all, the prophetic capacity, before the devil now comes to borrow you. That was how Balaam was. Balaam had practiced the art of being a medium. Alright? In the groups before he met Jehovah. <laughs> you, are not, you are not with me. 
you know, we are talking, one of the things that have hindered the rain that God has destined for this land, because this is the season. Are you, are you following? Yes. Don't look for that. This is the season that we have been waiting for. It has come. Amen. Wait, don't say amen yet. See, the devil understands how the spirit realm is forged, is formed. Are you with me? And because he understands how the spirit realm is formed, he also knows several things that can go into work in a particular territory that can delay the expression of a window that is already open in heaven. And one of the easiest ways that Satan delays the manifestations of things that God has already ordained is that for territories, one of the ways, for a territory, he just causes a communal clash. And when enough blood is spilled and shed, something can be delayed, even though the season had come. Secondly, the people that are supposed to be custodians of God, manning the spiritual gates of the territory. Are you with me? In, in current terms, we call them pastors and preachers. Hmm? Those people, he gets them to mix themselves. If he can get them to be corrupted and to mix themselves. Even when a spiritual season comes over a land, that season can be diverted. Because the people that were supposed to be gatekeepers were not present at their duty post at the time where those gates open. So, you see, in the spirit realm, something cannot just open and remain there. Something will pass through it. And so when the watchman is not occupying his duty post and several things begin to open in the realm, some other things pass through it and gain the advantage and the potential of the season that God has opened. For Boko, the reason why the hand of God has not broken out in full strength is because of mixture. The manners of the gate have abandoned it. And they have joined themselves to something that has fortified the plans of darkness. Listen to me. Listen. Listen. Carefully. Just like I said, that was how Balaam was. Balaam was a renowned sorcerer. Before the Lord appeared to him. Are you with me? When Balaam comes under pressure, especially when people want him to do something, bring a perspective from the supernatural realm. When he comes under intense pressure, and it's as if it's not God's will for that thing to happen, what Balaam does is this. He will switch to the old way. (laughs) You (laughs) know? You see, the problem... The Lord will help us. He was a dual transistor radio. He could tune the mall, the, the knob to different frequencies, short wave, medium wave. You know, the spirit of God will only move when he wills to move. He's a king. You don't be- mm. have you ever prayed and prayed, you cried, and God didn't answer. He's king. There's something superior to your prayer, his will. Those days we went to Bible school and they made us believe that if you are a believer that has faith, you can move mountains. And then we went to a car shop where they just brought new consignments of cars. Because what we, we studied was that if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you will say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea 
and it shall be done according as you have what? Say. And the lecturer said, if English means anything at all, whosoever can get whatsoever. Oh, that was enough for me. I went out to the car shop. I saw BMW, blue colored. I said, you shall not be sold until I have money. That was the first car that they sold. That was the first car. Then I knew there was something wrong with the lecture. You are not with me. There was something terribly wrong with the lecture. We did not understand that there was something superior to faith. The will of God. In fact, the Holy Ghost is not ready to impart faith to you if you are outside of God's will. So what we were operating was psychology. It did not have the backing of God's power. It did not have the backing of God's veto. We were just playing games and saying things, bogus things like that. And a time came where it became risky for us. Because we were talking without touching reality. And the devil was aware of what we were talking. So there was only one option left. And it was God that set us up. He allowed us to operate like that for a long time. Only one option was left. It's either we get lost and look for God and find him. If not, there was a problem. Then we were already becoming popular in, in the field of ministry without knowing God. I hope you know you can preach for 30 years and be talking and you don't know God. And that... Um, most of what we call Bible schools doesn't pro- produce people that know God. Though. You cannot go to a seminary and come out a knower of God. The techniques to know God is different from what happens in Bible school. Knowing God is not something that is dramatic. It's something that requires obedience and consistency. It is not something that you don't know how to arrive at, but you have not considered it enough that it's something that you are willing to pursue. There's no secret about knowing God now. I make sure I seek His face diligently every day. Even illiterates that cannot read the Bible, I've met some of them that know God. So it is not an elitist thing that you need to go to a francophone country, go to an anglophone country to get perspective and exposure. No, that's rubbish. Our perspective of ministry is that it's all about talk. We have come to that time that just like it was when Moses went into the land of Egypt. As Moses arrived there, what his testimony was not a function of how well he could speak. It was, a te- it was a function of how much of the supernatural he has gathered from his own realm. And the Bible says that in the end time, the manifestation of God and darkness will not be in secret. It will be in the realm of the supernatural. Just as it was for in the days of Moses. Now, so you happen to be in a time, in a day, where the rules have changed. It is now how much of the supernatural we can command to bear witness to the testimony of the strength of our God. If a herbalist comes now, where's time? People, Christians, will follow him. Why do you think that so many fake preachers are having a field day? Because the season has created an atmosphere for supernatural people to take the stage. So even if it's a fake and he comes and he can do something, people will follow him. That's the season. And so it is, it, is, it is epileptic for you to rise up in ministry now. You don't have signs to show. That means your realm is not real. It's not real. Watch it in the next five years. 
Most of the churches that have built big auditoriums and they are just speaking in English. Watch it in the next five years. People that have not discovered that the present revelation emphasis of the spirit, God has come, is drawing everything back to himself. Some people have majored in the preaching of prosperity. I hope you know in the Garden of Eden it was not Adam's post that got lost. That's an error. If you build that, build a congregation after that doctrine, they will not fulfill God's vision for Christ on the cross. But you can be doing that and you are active. You are doing something. People are gathering. You are collecting offering. You can fuel your car. You grow old doing that. You didn't strike any chord in the spirit realm. Because God does not set out to do anything. He's, he begins from an established purpose. He's not about to accomplish something. He has already accomplished it in himself. Because he's not restrained by space and time. He's eternal. Lives in a frame of reference that is not bound by time and by space. He has already accomplished it before he sets out to to call you and call Joshua and call Pastor UK and say, oh yeah, you people play the drama of what I finished. See, it's you, you see, Check the end of the Bible. At the end of the day, nothing changed anything. Who served God? Who did not serve God? Who gave money? Who, did, who paid tight? It didn't change anything. God's end was still accomplished. Check it. So he said, we are waiting for God to stir us up to do evangelism. You have, you have died. They have, God has planned that you will operate like that. He has avoided you. You don't understand Oh. There's nothing you can do that will hinder his program. Whether we decide we will not serve him again, no, it will not change anything. Are you with me? Yes. So when the devil wants to shut a window that has opened, he brings mixture. And that was what Balaam was. Balaam could mix. Alright? Say, so, okay, God is not talking because... God, God's will is not in perspective. Since they were pressing him for answers, he, he remembered his old trade and his switch. Preachers today, many preachers today can speak about Jehovah and switch to something. Oh, you don't know. Oh, we are in Boko. When you come to Lagos, you know what I'm talking about. People have dual modes. Dual mode of oppression. Can talk about God, pray in the name of Jesus, but he has something else is bringing out and there is so much mixture right now. It's obvious that God will not work with too many people. It's obvious. The people that are ready to be accurate with him in this season, it's obvious there are not many. It's obvious that he will work with a few people and he will endure them with the ability of nations. Now, you see, don't be in a hurry to answer in this service today. Don't be in a hurry. Just set your heart. Set your heart. And I need you to understand that if God waits for Boko and Boko is not ready and the time of grace expired, God will shift to another city. You see, God can even wipe all of us out and wait for our children. You know, He doesn't dwell in time. You are not that important. Too. You need to know that. And know that it's a privilege 
to be identified with God and to be in the center of the will of God. It's a privilege. If you have not known that, then you don't understand that time is vanity. Hallelujah. Now, so, the Bible said that when Balaam saw that God was determined to bless Israel, he did not seek as other times unto enchantments, unto divinations, but he turned his face toward the wilderness. It means that God wanted him to wait. He was so much in the hurry, he didn't want to wait. He now went and started, you know, the devil's own, you don't need to wait. You can activate the spirit on the spot. Are you following now? You can activate it. But if God doesn't want to talk sometimes, you can pray for five months and he will not talk. Then when you get tired, you stop your fasting and prayer. Two months later, you will be in the bus struggling to enter. Then you say, so that you will know that even though he heard you when you prayed, he decided to answer when he wanted. He's a king. You cannot become emotional and force him to act. No. If you understand that God is a king, you, you relate with him better. The fact that you cry, you cry, he didn't change anything. If he feels like answering, when he wants to answer, even the time he will answer, maybe you are not praying then, he will come and blow air upon you in the night and a dream will be casted upon the canvas of your mind. You wake up, you know that the Lord was here. Are you with me? We, 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 we seek men. We seek men that are ready to do business with God. Not people that God cannot trust. The days of those kind of people are over. Listen to me. I was sleeping and I began to dream. Just, And I saw God shaving a man's head. Shaving it. I mean, total shaving. So I now woke up and said, what is happening? Today you are shaving. Then the Lord told me that a lot of preachers in Boko are going to be disgraced. A lot of preachers. A lot of there is going to be a cry in Boko. God has only a few men in this town. A lot of preachers in this town are going to be disgraced. Let's go to my scripture. Just two scriptures we'll discuss and then we'll begin to pray. Let's, let's try to let's begin from the book of John. The mixture is too much, and God is looking for people that will separate themselves unto Him. Hallelujah. People that will do what? John chapter 3. Hallelujah. Verse 1 says, There was a man. Of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, 
Except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but thou canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it, it, it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? And Jesus answered and said to him, Art thou a master in Israel, and knoweth not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that we do know, and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. If I have told you what the things and you and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. Can we read verse 13 together? And no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven. Even the Son of Man which is in heaven. One more time, let's go again. And no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. In the book of John, chapter 3, we see Jesus trying to bring a perspective, and that perspective he was trying to bring to one that was a master. In Israel. Hallelujah. He wanted the teacher of the law to understand the reality of what he was teaching. The Bible is actually a testimony that bears witness of a spiritual realm. Alright? But all that Nicodemus was teaching and Nicodemus' perspective was that everything he was teaching was just a, you know, a set of codes of conduct, a set of cultures that need to forge, be forged into the reality of a people's social life. And Jesus came to show him that it was much more than what he taught. So Jesus brought it from the spiritual perspective, the supernatural perspective. He was bearing a testimony of heaven. And that was why the burden that was upon Jesus in the days of his ministry was a critical kind of burden. Because he was bearing witness of things that people he was speaking to had no reference about. Just like if you have not been to Port Harcourt. And I start explaining Port Harcourt, the roundabout. You have no reference. There's nothing in your understanding that can give you a clue about it. And so Jesus knew that it was going to be difficult for him to communicate to Nicodemus and tell him about things of heaven. And so what he did was that in the light of understanding... He began to use natural illustrations to give Nicodemus an understanding of the spiritual reality. For instance, you know that um, when you were in the womb, you had legs. You, have a, you had an eye. You had eyes, you had ears, and all of that. But, you see, the ears, the eyes, and the legs that you had were not supposed to be operational in the womb. Is that not so? You have to be born first. 
And then when you are born, those senses can now be effective. They can find an environment where they can function. Then also, Jesus said, you have to be born again. There is another kind of birth that is going to release your spiritual senses. Your spiritual senses are dead because you have not experienced that birth. Now, when that birth takes place, what is going to do is that it's going to activate your spiritual senses. And when your spiritual senses are activated, you have the capacity to perceive the a realm that you have no means of interacting with any other way. Are you with me? Now, just like your physical senses were not functional when you were in the womb, your spiritual senses cannot be functional until you are born into the kingdom of God by the operation of the spirit and the renewing of the word of God. Those senses are there in your spirit, but they will never switch on until you experience the kind of birth that Jesus is speaking about. And he used a metaphor, he used a simile to give Nicodemus an understanding of the fact that it's as simple as being born. Just like you were born in the natural and suddenly you perceived that there were colors that you were seeing that was not exactly what was obtainable in the womb. When you are born spiritually, the proof that such birth is genuine is that some senses will be activated that will give you witness of the fact that a realm that you have no other means of interacting with has become tangible and you can function in it. Now, God's intention is not, so, is not such so that you can just see that realm. But you will grow in your inclination on those senses until you come to a point where you can participate and interact with that realm and function from that realm. That was how man was designed. The design of man is such that he should be able to have the capacity to relate with the natural world and to also relate with the what? Supernatural world. If you are still with me, say amen. amen. Now, if we trace what we are trying to emphasize to the book of Genesis, don't intend to talk too, too much this evening. If we trace what we are trying to emphasize to the book of Genesis, you come to discover that Eden was the original habitat that man was supposed to find himself, was supposed to dwell. Is that not so? That was the habitat that God himself constructed for Adam. Are you with me? Now, so if we look at that habitat critically, we might discover the kind of personality that God calls man. Are you with me? Right. Now, so in the Garden of Eden, we had some kind of trees that were in the center of the garden. One of the trees we had was the tree of life. I hope you understand. I hope you know. If you have been studying your Bible and you have gone to the book of Revelation chapter 22, you come to realize that there is no physical tree of life. The tree of life is a spiritual planting. And the reason why there's no apple in Boko is because the, the, the weather conditions do not support the growth of apple. Alright? The soil is fertile. But it happens to be that there are several specific weather conditions that must be in place in order for apple to survive. And Boko doesn't have those requirements. Are you with me? So if the tree of life could survive in Eden, it means that the 
atmosphere, the environment that was suitable for its sustainability was imported and brought into Eden. Now, I need to ask you, have you seen a physical tree of life before? Maybe in your village. Maybe say, hey, my grandfather spoke. No. Number two. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil was not a physical tree. It was a spiritual planting. But you see, it was present in Eden. It was so present and it was so accessible and it was so tangible as much as that which could be seen. Are you with me? It could be touched and it could be eaten physically. But it was a planting of heaven. It was a planting of hair. It was right there in Eden. That gives us an insight into the Eden of Genesis. It was an intersection between the natural and the physical realm. That was what Eden was. And that was a habitat that God planted man. Because man was supposed to be a being that has the capacity to intersect between the supernatural and what? Did you get it to that point? Now I want to press further. Because we need to understand what exactly was the fall. What did the fall do? Because God said in the day that you eat of this food, you will die. And he won't just say that you will die. You will surely. You will by no means escape death. But in the original writings, it is written, In dying, you shall die. I don't want to explain what that means. Hallelujah. Say what? In dying, you shall die. Adam. Okay, I, I think I need to explain that. When scripture saying dying you shall die, he was actually saying that death will be a process for you. And that was the reason why Adam did not physically fall to die. Adam didn't physically fall to die. But you know what happened instantly was that Adam lost touch with the spiritual dimension. He became a principality that was measured into time. So all the limitations and the infirmities of time now became his reality. That was where he embraced the limitation and the cause of mortality. Did you get that? So he lost his ability to interact with the supernatural dimension. That was what made him a slave of Satan. Because, you see, it happens to be... Amen? Hallelujah. Should I tell you something? The voice of God for the land is that we need to trace our way back in the, in, into the spirit realm. We have been on ground for too long. And in the flesh you attain to your least potential. But in the spirit you attain to your greatest potential. When you give birth to this child, your umbilical cord was connected to the child. Is that not so? The child was fed. The child was sustained through that connection. It is the supernatural realm that produced this realm. The supernatural existed first. And out of the supernatural, the natural was formed. Just like there was an umbilical cord between mommy and her daughter. 
there is an umbilical cord that connects the supernatural with the natural. It's still there now. Oh, you need scripture. <laughs> Alright. Let's, let's do some. You see, I don't have so much time to read scripture today. Because we are pressed for time. And there are some things we need to do this night. But this one now, since you say in this scripture, it is the work of the priest to make sure that there is no confusion, that doubts are dissolved. And so let's go to, um, I think, uh, second Samuel. I think that's the easiest one for you to understand. There are quite a number of them. There in Isaiah, there in Jeremiah, Ezekiel. But the one that is so plain that we'll not need two scriptures to reveal it is in second Samuel. So go, go there. In second Samuel chapter two, I guess. No, it's not second Samuel. It's first Samuel. First Samuel chapter two. First Samuel two. Amen. Now this is this is Anna speaking. It's Anna praying. Anna had gone through a process and on the account of the process that she has gone through, she had gained an understanding of God. And so she was praying a prayer which is supposed to be a prayer of thanksgiving. And then the prophetic anointing came upon her and she began to utter several revelatory things. Have you ever started prayer before you were just speaking in tongues, just speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues, and speaking in tongues? And a time came, some things were being quickened into you. And then you began to utter them. Now, you see, when God wants to take you to high places, He brings the vehicle of the prophetic anointing. It was that one too difficult for you to have you ever read in your Bible, let the high praises of the Lord be upon their lips? Now, what do you think high praises are? When we sing high, shout! That's what you think. It's a vehicle. It's a gangway. When a man utters the song of the Spirit, the song of the Spirit is a vehicle that takes you to high places in the realm of the Spirit. If you don't get to high places, you cannot function effectively. That's where your greatest potential is. Because you can lay hold on ancient things. You can lay hold on powerful things. Are you with me? Now, so she just began a prayer of thanksgiving. Began to thank God. There is none holy as the Lord. There is none besides Him. Neither is there any rock like our God. The normal thanksgiving that we do. And then suddenly... A prophetic equipment began to function upon her life. Utterance was granted to her. Her vocal cord was captured, was seized. She began to say things that she did not know previously. She began to talk about the way the earth was constructed. Uh, oh my God. What she said she was doing was what? Thanksgiving. As we go on, I will show you what happened here. We, the name of it is a shift. Somebody say shift. See, you can come to the presence of God with your own prayer point. Have you ever done it before? And then you now see that God takes you somewhere that you did not plan to go. Has it happened to you before? If it doesn't happen to you regularly, you are not consistent in your prayer life. It will so happen to you that a time will come where you don't bother bringing prayer points again. I'm talking to mature people. For some of you, you still need to be writing the prayer point and be bringing them consistently. 
Are you following me? But you see, in the spirit realm, oh, oh, I didn't intend to talk too much. We don't have to watch. All right. In the spirit realm, God shifts you from your sound to his sound. That's what we call alignment. He takes you from your prayer to his prayer. He takes you from your vibration, your consciousness to his consciousness. That is the transition point, the shift. <laughs> you see, it's in that shift, that shift is a vehicle that reveals that we are already in the high places. We are now conferring with God and the elders. We are now altering things that are actually coming up in high places, in meetings held in heaven. Whenever you experience that shift, what happened is that you have appeared in the high places. You know, the Bible said that they go from strength to strength in Zion. Every one of them that does what? Appear it before the Lord. He didn't say everyone that comes. He said, they do what? They appear. Just like a medicine man comes and he does like this and he disappears. There is... There's no other... I couldn't find any other way to explain it. <laughs> she experienced a shift. She thought she came for Thanksgiving prayer and God has moved her into his own prayer. So he, she's uttering things now that are coming directly from the belly of God in Zion. Uh, let's check verse 8 where my emphasis is. Then we'll come back. In verse 8, the Bible says he raised the, up the poor out of the, after the dust and he lifted up the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes to make them inherit the throne of glory for the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them. It was Anna that revealed to us that the earth has pillars, supportive braces. It happens to be that the pillars that Anna speaks about are not natural. But they exist all the same. A pillar is a support system. Is that not so? Oh yeah. Oh. There is something that holds the world together. And that thing is not natural. It's in the spiritual realm. Are you with me? Because there is such a support system. Hmm? There are several things that you will do in order for balance to be recovered. Some spiritual traffic will have to take place. Let me explain what I mean. You see, sin originally was not in the world. If you go to the book of Romans chapter 5, a lawyer wrote it from a legal perspective. He said because of one man's offense, sin came into the world. And when sin now entered the world, the balance of the earth shifted. And in order for the balance to be recovered, one of the lieutenants that served the devil in his kingdom had to be deployed to become functional upon the face of the earth. That new lieutenant, his name is called Death. Death was not an inhabitant of the earth. Did not have any jurisdiction to function in that planet called earth. Until something happened, it violated the principles of God. The pillars of the earth were under pressure. And in order to bring about equilibrium, something that did not, was not part of that reality, part of the earth, 
had to become functional in the earth for the balance to be restored. You didn't get it. That was how death came. It did not exist before in this realm. Are you with me? And all of these things were manifestations of what took place when Adam violated the authority of God. He did not only lose his access into the supernatural dimension, there were also foreign spirits that were deployed into his scope of existence, which originally did not exist there. Now, there are some kind of scenes that can take place in a territory, and then strange falling demons from the belly of hell become operational in the territory that were not present there in the past 25 years. Are you with me? Now, the people, if spirits come into the territory, they will want their memory to be retained among men. So what they will look for, they will look for a few men and put their fingerprint upon them so that people can understand that a new influence has come. Life is plunged into deeper darkness, into deeper darkness, into deeper darkness because these spirits have become functional and operational in the territory. It will take sons of God, men that have been educated in the wisdom of God, like Moses, to come upon the scene and tell you that this river can be parted. People that understand the original code that God used in creation will have to come back with that kind of wisdom. That can speak to the sun and it will stand and the galaxies will not move until it takes one day out of February. Yes. Yes. Only the sons of God can, because any advancement the kingdom of darkness makes, it is because there is a mystery by which that advancement was made. There was a spiritual code that was not, that was a secret that was put together to bring that dimension of darkness. And if light is going to counteract that dimension, it means that another light must concoct a mystery that is superior to the mystery that darkness is functioning with. You didn't get that? Okay, let me help you. In the book of Revelation, when you get there and you begin to see, somebody say, when we get to heaven, the only thing we'll be doing is to be singing. You don't study your Bible. You don't study. You don't study. Because when you get to heaven, you will see that things the kingdom of God advances by mystery. Secrets. Deep secrets. And God wrote those secrets down and kept them in the shelf before this world was constructed. And then people will be operating with what they believe is available. Then suddenly God will come, take one of the mysteries. Huh? But there are many things that must be in place before God can unveil one of those mysteries. It's just like when there was no GSM. Okay? Can you still remember how you were living without GSM? Now, you have been in GSM for so long that you cannot remember how you were. You know, those days we planned our life believing that the best, the reality that was available to us was a reality without what? GSM. Can you still remember that life? If you want to communicate with your brother in Karasina, you go to the park. The drivers those days at the park were very important people. Because when you come, they'll look at you first. It's 4,000. <laughs> now, there's nothing you can... If your letter is really important, you have to negotiate. But the moment the GSM came, the drivers, their status in society... <laughs> 
Hallelujah. When God unveils a mystery, the sons of God are men that have tapped into the ways of God enough to understand the mystery that will counteract the works of darkness that are prevalent in the territory. We don't need babes again. The days of babes, see in Rama, they killed many children. Are you following? The children were killed. What was the problem? They were innocent. How will you? Their credential was that they were what? Innocent. But you know the problem. They were babes at the wrong time. That's the reason why they were, they were crushed. It is a wrong time to remain a spiritual babe. You know we are celebrating babyhood Christianity in the church today. Somebody comes, it's just like that. You cannot discern that the person on the pulpit is a, an agent of darkness. Because he can quote two scriptures. No discernment, no insight, nothing. Oh my God. Let me assure you. There is a darkness that is coming. And it's not familiar with babes. We need a hybrid growth to tap into the secrets of God so that we can interpret this mystery and implement it. Alright. When Adam fell, he fell, fell from the spirit realm and became a principality that was measured into time. So he could no longer live up to the expectation of his design. Are you with me? Yes. The design of Adam was not completed before he fell. The design was still in progress before he fell. The design and the architectural de uh, 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 design was that he should be supposed to be a being that was in God's image and after God's likeness. Is that also? Yes. And there were three members of the Godhead that sat down to confer about that construction. Is that also? Yes. Each member had a part to play in bringing Adam to that personality that was supposed to be the personality that God called man. First of all, if you read Genesis chapter 1 verse from 26 down, you are going to see that when God said let us form man and then let us create man, let us, sorry, let us make man. Make man. Not create, say make man. That was the design. Okay? Uh, the first thing that took place is that man was created. The second thing that took place in Genesis chapter 2 is that man was formed. There was still a third thing that should have happened for man to be made. That one never happened. Oh. Are you with me? Yes. I know you don't believe me. But let me... There's no time. That's why I'm rushing. I need to reach somewhere so that we can pray quickly. God created man. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. That was the first step. That being that was created, alright, is a spirit being. Created spirit. Alright? Genesis chapter, and it was God the Father that did that. I don't have time to go into that. In Genesis chapter 2 from verse 5 to 7, the Bible says, Every plant before it was in the earth and every herb before it had grown, for God had not caused it to rain upon the earth and there was no man to till the ground. So the Lord God, the Lord God, the Lord God, the Lord God, that's the personality we call the Son of God. 
That's the personality we call, that's the personality that represents God in the earth realm. So, that personality is called the Lord God. That's Jehovah Elohim. Or the world came and formed man out of the dust of the ground. That is modeling. That is artistic. That is artistic. And God breathed into him the breath of life. What we called, what was the breath of life there? Was that God released those guys that were created into that container. But you see, that the man that evolved out of that experiment was not righteous. He was only innocent. He did not have the nature of God. He only had the nature of man. So the process was not yet completed. The last stage of the process would have been that the Holy Ghost would have come and breathed on them. That never happened. And they... Oh yeah, you are not with me. In the book of Job, it was Job that said that it's the, it's the Lord that... is the Spirit of the Lord that has made me for the breath of the Almighty giveth me life. So the final making would have been accomplished by the Spirit of God coming to... But the Spirit of God, the third member of the Godhead, never had the opportunity to do that because man had to choose whether he wanted that. That dimension was factored into the tree of life. And if Adam exercised his will and chose that, Adam would have become born again. He would have had the life of God in him. But he had the life of man in him when he fell. So creation, man did not attain to God's description of man. The first time that a man walked this ground that was perfectly an expression of God's idea of a man was when Jesus went for John the Baptist's baptismal service. That was the first man. According to God's design and God's description. And when we see the way Jesus operated, Jesus did not only make contact with the natural, he was making contact with the supernatural. He will tell you that as I see my father quicken the dead, so he sees into the realm before he knows how to function here. He had mastery of the spirit dimension. It was his mastery of that dimension that informed his line of action in the natural. Are you, are you still here? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Now, so this guy, Nicodemus, was undergoing some school. He said, when you are born again, the first thing that happens to you is that your spiritual senses are enlightened. You can now interact with a world, a supernatural world. Are you with me now? You can interact with what? With a supernatural world. You can touch supernatural things. You can relate with things that your physical senses cannot relate with. You see, as far as Jesus was concerned, the presence of the devil was not a problem to him. He was comfortable with Satan around. Why? Because his spiritual senses were operational. He knew how to tap into the realm of God and to discomfit darkness in the earth. Fighting the devil. And discomfiting him is not a function of your smartness, your skills, your learning, your education. It is a function of whether or not you can access the spiritual dimension and draw power, draw wisdom from that realm. That was how Moses contended with Genesis and Jabres. The battle has gone supernatural. You are not a man in the description of God's perspective. 
until you have access to the realm of the supernatural as much as you have to the realm of what? Of the natural. If you function only in the natural, you have been measured into time. The devil has wasted a lot of people's time just because they are not functioning from the realm of the supernatural. They have been measured into time. The sons of God will have to come again. People that have... See? Oh my. The man Joseph. People were about to leave. He was about to die. He gave instructions about his bones. That my bones should not be left in Egypt. His bones traveled from Genesis. Traveled from Exodus. Traveled from Leviticus. Traveled to Numbers. Traveled through Deuteronomy. It was in Joshua that his bones were laid to rest. On his stone site, you were not allowed to write R.I.P. Because he was not resting. He was still traveling. He gave a prophecy before he died. God will remember you. And when he remembers you, pick my bones. A lot of them died in the wilderness. Their grave site was not marked with any cross. But the bone of an ancient was traveling. That's a colossus. That's a man that defined time. His bones won them in the wilderness when they rebelled. Because he prophesied that God was going to visit. Whenever they saw his carcass, they knew that the God that this man spoke about, those were sons of God. They altered the pattern of things and brought a dimension that was so ancient that men had never known about. You think we can continue like this and deliver this land? You are joking. God will wipe us out and he will raise our children. People come to church and think they are doing God a favor. That day has passed. I heard God before I came down here. That day has passed. There will be judgment in this land. God will move through this land. Great men will fall. Ah. How can you explain? As if Moses was there when God created the earth. He brought his staff and he opened the belly of the great river and walked on dry ground. That's his son. Only people that were there when God created can do that. How can you explain? When Jesus was in a boat and the storm was coming, the storm, he was sleeping. Then they said, Ah, you don't care. And we are about to perish. He rose up and he rebuked the wind. <laughs> Those men are not normal. <laughs> they are sons. Put it on strings. Something is coming from heaven. God will pass through this land. Oh, you didn't hear me. He will put his foot first in the church. And many pastors in Boko will be casualties. Watch it. Because his crown, his crown is already been lowered. There are a few ancients that will glow with light. The eyes of many young people will be open. People will take their journey. The church as we know it today will not be this way in the next five years. The topography of the land is going to be shifted. Faceless people, nameless people will arise and the spirit of God will rest upon them. It's a wrong time to play church. It's a wrong time. Go back home and sing. 
If you want to stand with him, it, your soul will be bowed. It's a wrong time. The watchmen have waited long for this day to come. Sickness afflicted them, they still waited. Poverty came to fight, they waited. They spoke like the elders in Israel. There is a land you promised us. And our eyes will see that deliverance that you will bring to your people. Hallelujah. A man with the word of prophecy does not die. No. He said you will not see death until your eyes have seen the lost Christ. Simeon prayed to die, didn't die. God spoke a word. And said you will see the consolation of Israel. Those were sons. Prophetess Anne for 87 years. How many years of her life? 70 something years of her life. She decided not to marry after her husband died. She prayed all that time, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And God has spoken a word over her life. It was that word that preserved her. There are yet some ancients whose eyes will see the glory of God. Their age will de defy the knowledge of the doctors. Because God has spoken a word and his spirit will come to accomplish it and to perform it. Jesus said, Jesus said, he said that when you are born again, your eyes will be open and you will be able to perceive a realm that is seemingly hidden. And the reality of that realm will be so strong. You will be given skills to interact with that realm and you will function from there. That is what will reveal that your nationality is not of earth. You will function from heaven. That is the way of sons. They know when seals are broken. They see the visual dimensions of the things that will happen in the earth. When God breaks some seals. They know the direction of things that will take place. And they will begin to warn the church. And warn the generation. Something is coming. So, ah, they have seen it. There are some visions you see. Death will leave you. So Jesus had a burden. He was trying to educate a doctor of the law. And the man had questions. He said, how can I go back? He, he tried to move him from the canal realm. He, was, he had a throne in the canal realm. He could not leave it. He said, how can I go back into my mother's womb and be born? Jesus said, no, I'm not talking about your mother's womb. Meanwhile, now that you are old, you, have, you cannot even give me insight into how your mother's womb was actually there's no knowledge of that womb that is still retained with you that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit I'm not talking about this bed I'm talking about another bed see yet the man is, is a, ah, you are a master in Israel you do not know these things that's how masters today don't know it masters don't know it Masters are actors now, claiming to be a prophet, cha, 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 taking people's money. Hmm. If you see the light of the prophetic, if it comes, it comes with a puritan anointing. A man that is not on the law side is repenting instantly because of the fire that burns with the prophetic office. All these actors that we have around, their days are numbered. Because God is going to 
purify the office of the prophet and give it back to the church in Nigeria. Prophets will still arise from the mountains of Zion. Men that have the voice of God that speak by the mouth of God. Such will still arise from Zion. And from what God is showing me now, the prophetic voice, a strong prophetic voice will rise out of Boko from what I'm seeing. People are no longer afraid of God because we don't have his representatives on ground. It's about to change. Being a prophet is not stage management. Come on, you're trying to make believe. No. Sons of God must come again. People that can peep into the, ministry, the mysteries of God and come like Daniel from... They retired him. He came back from retirement. But he didn't have a replacement in the kingdom. A strange writing that no man had ever known. All the custodians of, of the books came and no one could interpret that writing and the meaning. And the guy came when he showed up from retirement. He did not conjure and say, whoa, 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 whoa. He just came and said, mene, mene. That means that kind of a man, he can discern the combination lock of your ATM card. It was in vain for you to hide something from Daniel. He, the Bible says he had light and understanding. His wisdom was like the wisdom of the gods. Those are sons of God. The church of our day is beggarly, weak and wicked. But God will find men in whom he will entrust light. That is the burning of the prophetic fire that will bring people out of captivity. The Bible says by one prophet an entire nation was brought out of captivity. Who told you that your family needs more than you? You know, we have been around the fake for too long. We don't know the, the sound of the original. But God is cleansing. God is purging. God is purging. God is purging. It, uh, God spoke to me in January this year. He said that the popularity of demonic altars will be wiped out. You know, governors and all those people, they run to shrines. Watch it. Watch 2015. Watch. Even a king can beg. Where did he learn that language? Where did he see that sign? Where did he see that writing? That was a mystery that was hidden among the cherubims. Because the hand that wrote upon the wall was the hand of the cherubim. I was, I was, I was, I was in prayer. And when I was in prayer, I saw a light. The light came from my back and came to where this fan was. This fan is, sorry. And it stood there. And I was looking at it. And the light began to change. And it began to change. And it became a cherubim. If you have never seen a cherubim,
Then I understood what the scripture meant when it said light and understanding was given unto him like the wisdom of the gods. And God assigns those strange people on earth cherubims. Now you see, you know, you, see, you know I explained yesterday. I said that God, you know, angels have wheels. Alright? Satan said, I will go up to, I will do this. For every of God's creature that had has a will, God tested all of them. The test that God gave to the angelic is not very clear to us in the Bible. But it was that test that led to the fall of Lucifer and the angels that followed him. The test that God gave to man, because man has a will, was in the Garden of Eden. God put tree of life, put tree of the knowledge of good and evil for him to exercise his choice to serve God. God doesn't want slaves to serve him. He wants people, sons that choose to serve him, irrespective of circumstances and situation. So he gave them the opportunity to choose. Are you with me? Now, Adam obviously chose the wrong choice. So he came into alliance with the devil. And that which the devil wanted to implement in heaven that Michael stopped him, the devil now started implementing it through Cain upon the face of the earth. That is what produced the world system that John was warning on about in the, in the Gospels and his, in his, his epistles. Are you with me? Did you get it to that point? Uh, I need you to understand that not every angel fell. Two thirds of the angels did not fall. But among the angels, just like I said yesterday, there are a particular set of angelic beings that are jealous about the name of God. When somebody blasphemes against God, those angels, you can't appease them. They will go to God and say, you must give us the permission to strike this one down. They are zealous about the name of God. Their names are the cherubims. Now, in order for a cherubim to appear to you, you must be a man that is zealous about the name of God. You must, you must have their characteristics. found out that in the angelic realm there is ranking some are higher than others but there are many secrets about God, his holiness, his oppression his mystery that are kept among the cherubims when you see the oppression of cherubims in the life of a man that man becomes a revealer of secrets that's what makes a man a prophetic voice when you hear that Samuel spoke and his words never fall to the ground that's where it's coming from. Those are sons of God. They have access to the secrets of God. Somewhere came and offered a sacrifice in dry season and brought rain down. They understood the ordinances of the heaven. They knew the alignment of Arturus, of Pleiades, and of Orion. You know, a lot of people were wondering. Thank God, Papa is here. He knows him more than all of us do. It the host. What was his secret? <sighs> Not just that he prays in tongues. <laughs> he has seen strange things by the hands of strange angelic personalities. There are several things you see, you will not be afraid of death. There are several things you touch. The small accompany of your village will not be your problem. 
We were created to be able to interface between the supernatural and the natural so that through that advantage we can touch things in the realm of God that will make us worthy representatives of God upon the face of the earth. We need such men to walk the ground of Boko. Our gospel of talk, the time has come for it to expire. We need men that know the God of the whole earth. How can you explain Paul after he gave his life to Christ for three and a half years? He was not seen anywhere. And he was the one that told us that he was in the wilderness of Arabia. And there he saw the revelations of God. He prayed for 14 years. Gave prayer points to all the churches in the territory. To pray for him that God should grant him utterance to communicate the things that he saw in Arabia. Which he could not speak about because there were no human words to communicate them. For 14 years the church prayed. The church knew that if she was going to fulfill her destiny. The man that had the revelation to show the path was poor, but he had no utterance. They prayed earnestly. And after 14 years of prayer, God gave him utterance. That was when he wrote the book of Ephesians. Start reading that book and claim that you understand it. No human being can write like that. Those were the words of a principality. It was in the book of Revelation that we knew the real secret. That John wrote the book of Revelation not because it was his book. He wrote it because it was the revelation of Jesus. But Jesus sent an angel to signify it unto his servant John. See, the angel did not come. It was not, the angel was not speaking. The Bible said the angel signified it. He uses a sign language of the spirit to communicate it to John. And John, being a son, understands how the spirit moves and was able to interpret that language. That was how he wrote the book of Revelation. You, you are here speaking in tongues, running from pillar to post, and you have not been able to command deliverances unto Jacob. There's something wrong with our generation. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. And God needs to fix it tonight. Who told you that the devil is so strong? Those Akombo and people in the black magicians of Pandey. Isaiah came and told the prophetic story. He said, how was that falling on Lucifer, son of the morning? He was telling the story of an event that took place when his great-grandfather was not born. How are that casted to the ground? How did he peep into that? He had spiritual senses. Space and time was no longer a hindrance. He could travel into the past and travel into the future. That is how a man in the new creation is supposed to function. And Jesus was a perfect example of that mode of oppression. In the book of John chapter 5, Jesus said that as I see my father. So he was in vital connection with heaven. That's why I said you should read verse 13 of John chapter 3. Three times. Can we check it again?
as I always say whenever I read this passage of scripture I said Jesus had the opportunity to define what it meant to be born again but he refused instead of giving us a definition he gave us an illustration John chapter 3 verse 8 that, was, that is Jesus' illustration of a man that is born again the wind bloweth where it listed and thou hearest the sound thereof but canst, canst not tell whence it cometh or whither it goeth so is every man that is what? Is that how you look like? That a man that is born again from Jesus' perspective is one that is pliable in the hands of the Holy Spirit. Even the devil cannot pray it. A man that has been totally infused into spirit life is an expression of the will of the Holy Ghost. God wears him upon his fingers like hand and glove. It's an extension of God in the earth. Anything short of this is not the gospel. God will anoint you today. I know it's not for everybody, so I, the, the response, there's no problem about it. <laughs> He will give somebody a mark. At least one person will give you a mark. I remember those days when we went for youth service. And I located a mountain in Kano. After work every day, I go up there. And I mixed the, the prayer was not strong enough, so I mixed it with, with fasting. So I start praying by five o'clock to nine, five to nine, five to nine. One time five to eleven, five to eleven, five to twelve, five to twelve. I continued that for the whole of that year. And one day after the prayers, I had fever. I was feeling feverish. I did not know that it was not fever. It was an angel that was touching me. Then something like fever will. My, my my body will shake. He was calling. My body will shake. And he continued like that. So I ran from the prayer room and went home. And when I hit the bed, my ceiling left. And I was there for eight hours. I won't tell you what I saw. After seeing those things consistently for a long time, I didn't know that I've changed. When I came back to my sister, that was like the person discipling me. I became a disciple after Kano. When you see a man that corruption is operating around him and he refuses to partake, he has seen something. Free women to sleep with anyhow. He says, no, I will keep myself. He has seen something. You need to see something. You are too ordinary. We need to see what? up your holy name we sing the songs of Zion remember us remember us for the yoke and the bondage 
my God, I am seeing, I am seeing some gates. Some gates are empty. Nobody's manning it. And God wants to harvest some people from here and use them to man some gates. I'm seeing four gates now. Four empty gates. Father, it is your good will tonight to begin to recruit people that will stand by these gates. That will stand by these gates. So we ask tonight that you release the anointing. You release the grace that we make people have the capacity to stand by these gates and to man this gate. He's coming. <laughs> He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. The grace. Oh, four gates are vacant. Four gates are vacant. Four gates are vacant. And you want people that will stand by the gates. You want people that will stand by the gates to man it. The hand of God is descending. Is descending. Is descending. He wants to anoint. He wants to. It's becoming stronger. It's becoming stronger. Becoming stronger. Becoming stronger. It's becoming stronger. It's becoming stronger. It's becoming stronger now. It's becoming stronger now. Holy Spirit, move. Yes, it's becoming stronger. 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 Please bring them to me. I want to touch them. It's becoming stronger. It's become. Yes. 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 Father, let your hand. Be stronger upon that life. Ushers, help me. Kabola maskade. Kabola mama braskatalia. Endo mereske. Suse sadada kanamondaya. Ushers, help me quickly. Help me. I need to live here now. I'm seeing somebody in the congregation that God is, is giving you the gift of discernment of spirit. Your eye, you start opening your eyes, and the anointing of God is strong upon your head now. Yes, it's strong. You are feeling a weakness in your body. There's a weakness. 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 Holy Ghost, move. Bring them for me. Bring them. Bring them. Bring them. Bring them. He's marking 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 them. By the power of God. That is in the name of Jesus Christ. Father. Kadede Morocco's Camilla. No weapon. No weapon. That is formed. Against you. Shall be able to prosper. The heads of four men. We rode in Benwisset. The heads of four men we roll. Because God has come. He has come to take his place. No man can stop him. Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing a, an angel of the Lord. is putting his hand upon somebody's right hand. And the hand is beginning to vibrate. It's beginning to vibrate. Father, let it vibrate more. Let it vibrate. Let it vibrate more. Let it vibrate. Let it vibrate. Let it vibrate. Let it vibrate. Let it vibrate more. Let it vibrate. Release that anointing upon that life. Kabo samala kabre. Kabo borokoskete briala bakanda babori mazaila. Mazaila babarakante skumbre dakadia. I'm seeing a staff. 
fall from heaven. I'm seeing it fall from heaven. Fall from heaven. It's falling from heaven. It's falling from heaven. It's falling from heaven. It's falling from heaven. Father, anoint her. Anoint her. Let every yoke of the devil that has resisted her, that has stood in the way, let it give way tonight. Let it give way tonight. Let it give way tonight. Bring him, bring him. I need to touch him on the stomach. On the stomach, on the stomach. Kaya! 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 Oba Saila, mama, mama. Kaberoko soto minakadia. We uproot everything that the devil has planted in the city of Boko. We uproot it in the name of Jesus Christ. That seed of unbelief, that spirit of unbelief, that has its dwelling here, we cut it off. We cut it off. We cut it off in the name of Jesus Christ. Aha. Now let me advise. Let me advise because it's not time for judgment. There is somebody that is practicing witchcraft that is inside of this hall. Now I give you tonight, go and repent, okay? And next time, don't come to this kind of meeting because we can kill you now. Now so, we are going to apply mercy. Go and repent. And don't come for this kind of meeting again. In the name of Jesus. Bring, come, come, come. Young man, come. Father, I give him the shield and a flaming sword. He will come back with testimonies in the name of Jesus. That person, don't come to meetings like this again. It's a passionate appeal. In the name of Jesus. So, we want to invite Papa to, to, to bless us. And uh, to say one or two things that God may have placed on his heart. Mama. 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 Kantakari. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 Hintu ripo hapo sey kahali moseke intalamulika kahapuli mime intali pokuta ke limukata karima malama sunto kopo moseke intali momolikopo hepo helima lantaka politaka hi mulima siraba malama sunto ko kapolita li ma Ka ta la 
Huko hita lipo makusa kakesi liki mi ti ka ma la no ki Jesus Kampokori masiri mama la masinjaka Hila moko Hila moko lima santaka pomuseki Na hila masaka posike Hila moli kahila mama la masuntoko Kurimatsa mu ka ta la ma mu ka di li Mukosi intaka moko sati limosika kahima la masuntu ko buka la muso ka ta la ma ka pon si muki le ma ka ta la ma le koposika liposeke intala mako santa Holy Ghost fire Holy Ghost fire Holy Ghost fire He's done He's done He's done He has been done Mahala masuntu kopo mosila mama masuna maka Hallelujah Lord Hallelujah Lord Hallelujah Lord Hallelujah 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Maranatha Jesus is King. 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 Maranatha Jesus is king Maranatha Jesus is king Maranatha Jesus is king Ya welcome Ya welcome Lord We thank you 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 Lord Hallelujah. Maranatha. Maranatha, Jesus is king. Maranatha, Jesus is king. Maranatha, Jesus is king. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ayatove. Ayatove Hidua Matorugen Yesu Atema Atokenshima Makogenga Sa Yesu Ayatove Ayatove Hidoha Matoruge Yesu Atema Tokenshima Makogenga Sa Yesu Ayatove Hidoha Matoruge Yesu Atema Tokenshima Makogenga Sa Yesu Ayatove Hidoha Matoruge Yesu Atema Tokenshima Makogenga S
koke shima ma kokenga sa yesus